Are you looking to grow your business and stay resilient? Look no further than FM Global. With over 180 years of scientific research and engineering expertise, we bring innovative solutions to ensure your commercial property today so you can prosper tomorrow. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Paranormal UK Radio Network. The best in paranormal talk radio in the UK and around the world. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac Wanwan and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. First, let me introduce you to the extended posse, a larger gang tonight. First of all, girls, get ready. Sit down. Get your misty fan, big box of Kleenex. Big box of wipes, you're squeegeeing your lube because the very famous one one is here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the show. It's going to be a good night, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. My, my voice holds up. I'll be able to survive the show. Do you have a frog in your throat? <laughs> I on, do. I on, have a, a little bit of a something. Because uh, okay. no, he's close to free. I'm going to fight it with uh, Ricola's. <laughs> so how's things with you over across the puddle? What do you, oh. I'm getting a little bit bored with the weather. Oh, oh really? It sucks. It's, it's, no, does it really? Raining, the weather's terrible cold. in England? Really? Yeah, it's uh, this time of year? Chance of mm. uh, chance of frost, which is kind of in the south of Eng- South England. Chance it's kind of uh, yeah, huh? rare to have this much of a frost morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, wicked cold in Scotland. I don't know how they wear, wear kilts up there in this weather, but they do. Hmm. Okay. And it's just not pleasant. It's another show. Yeah, well, I'm that's... I'm not happy about it. It's been like that for uh, a couple thousand years, as it turns out, since we've all been there. <laughs> People say to us, gee whiz, um, you didn't move here for the weather, did you? No one does. <laughs> no one does. Though the south of England gets the, the best food? weather in all of England, so imagine it, what those... It does. Are. We did get great weather last you know, 
May, June, July, August, and we had a heat wave, but it was great. Oh, they called it a heat wave. I called it summer. <laughs> now you're paying for uh, it. You know, like summer in New England. Come on, give me a break. I'd be at the beach in Gloucester someplace. Yes. This ain't, this ain't no heat wave. <laughs> in Gloucester. Is there a beach in Gloucester? Oh, yeah, the million, million dollar Gloucester. beaches in Gloucester. That's yes. my place. Yeah, that's a nice beach, actually. Anyway. Gloucester, Rockport, Rocky Neck. Speaking of uh, beaches, Waikiki Beach, that's where uh, Coco is, protecting the Hawaiian Islands, and I'm sure... He's flying low over Waikiki Beach. He won't be with us tonight, but he's with us next week. Coco, part of the World War II Excellent. trivia contest coming up. So I still get emails from him. They're still written in hieroglyphics, and I can't, you know, I can't decipher them. So I'll just pile them up. When he's on the show, I'm going to ask him to explain. I like it when I just get a link. I think he sent a link to everybody, and I go, Thanks for the link. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he didn't send me any send any notes with it. Anyway. Oh, just the links, yeah? I wouldn't click yeah, on just those like, I had to run his email through the Enigma machine and try and figure out figure what Figure it out, yeah. Still a, comes back a question mark. Anyway, <laughs> so he'll be with us next week. Uh, but we do have our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, down there in Flat Tire, West Virginia. Switchy, how you doing? Great to be here, Mac. I'm uh, last weekend. I attended the Loveland Frogman Festival mm-hmm. in Mason, Ohio. Oh wow, huh? Wow. Did you send a? Uh, did you send us a mileage uh, fee? Oh no, but I uh, I'll, I'll work out the per diem. Oh, that's later. what I was, I was trying to. Yeah, I don't yeah. speak Latin. So, what, what was that like? Well, it was a, it was a blast. It was incredibly well attended. Um, mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it's based on the. You know, it's it's great when these little towns like Point Pleasant uh, embraces their local critter. You know, mm-hmm, and their mm-hmm. local folklore. This uh, frogman was seen by a couple police officers in '72, and uh, seen by somebody else in '55. And the tradition actually goes back to the Native Americans in that area, mm-hmm. which uh, the French that had uh, settled there uh, learned about. So uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's one of these things where there's a lot of speakers, they talk on all kinds of subjects, mm-hmm. and I got to see a lot of people I hadn't seen for a while. And I was uh, privileged to sit with the people from Spooks, Creeps, and Assorted Devilry. They have their own podcast, wow, and huh? uh, they had a table there and allowed me to uh, to slum with them. Mm-hmm. Wow, huh? So, so what's the frogman look like? A frog, obviously. Uh, kind of a... Uh, uh, well, there were different descriptions. It was kind of like a, 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 a about three, four feet tall. Actually, uh, uh, James Willis, who wrote Weird Ohio, he went through the whole litany of different descriptions and all the way that the 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 folklore has shifted over the years. Mm-hmm. But the, the, interestingly, I, I met a guy named uh, James uh, Renner, and he's normally a true crime guy, mm. but he uh, he actually. Uh, tracked down Ray Shockey, who was the he's one of the last surviving guy who saw it in '72, mm-hmm. and then his partner saw it two weeks later. And Shockey, you know, he finally, with all the ridicule, he finally said, "Oh, it was probably just some kid's iguana," and so he didn't want to be left alone. <laughs> so Renner tracks down the guy's mother. The mother gives him uh, the address, mm-hmm. and he shows up, knocks on the door, Renner, and he starts asking him questions. And he's Shock, Shockey is really reluctant, but finally, as Renner is leaving. He says, it wasn't a frog, it wasn't an iguana. And Renner said, well, what was it? He said, it was bigger. And that was it. Wow. So anyway, great legend, great folklore, and everybody had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, switchy, switchy. And where was that? 
Mason, Ohio. How it's long? It's only about, about uh, a little over two hours, maybe two hours, 20 minutes from where I'm I live. I'm not from you. Well, you still have your fusion? To my, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that, isn't yeah. the lease running out? Because we got our leases at the no, same they, time, I remember. I, I tried to, to get to do the lease again, and yep. they said I didn't have any cars. So oh. before I moved down here, I oh. actually bought it. Oh, really? Did you? Okay. It, we'll have to yeah. talk about that off here. So. Thank you, Switch. It, it's my, it, my, the bank and, and I own the car. Oh, that's good. So that's what it's like for almost everybody. Uh, anyway, uh, also with us is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways in the Eye. Raven is with us, Raven. Oh, man. I just stepped all over Keith. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I got to cut this out. <laughs> just stepped all over Club. Sorry, Club. Let me start. I'm on the ground. Let me start again. Okay. Also with us is our security chief, Lee Club, WC. Hey, Mac. Hey, folks. You know, I don't know how I can follow that that big time that uh, Switchy just talked yeah, about. Yeah, no, the Frogman. But I will tell you, it must be a coincidence. I had frog legs this week. Get out of here! Was all uh, someone talking about yeah, frogs really and Gross. French people? Yeah, yeah no, wait a minute. Frog, yeah, they're good for you. Good protein. No, no they're not. Really? Oh, come on, yeah. man! They're like eating snakes. No, wait. I, I, first of all, we got to keep you hopping, huh? With chicken. Chicken. You know, Club. I brought with me a recipe book just in case. Stop. Listen, I should I should have introduced Raven first. So, where did you eat? Frog's legs, though, because I can't imagine going to a place that would have frog legs. Yo. No, I get them through Amazon. You, <laughs> okay. I like about it is that, you know, they're, they're sealed, so they're still alive and they're fresh. Oh, yeah. So all you do is you get them at home, you step on them, and then you cut the legs off. <laughs> they're terrific. They're fresh. Particularly I guess. if you fry them. <laughs> fry them. Amazon sells everything. The rest of this. You, nothing gets wasted. Because uh-huh. the kitty cats out here, the end of the eat the rest. Yeah. I was hungry, but so, no longer. I, I can just see the instructions. You unfold them. Uh, step one. Yes. Take step the frog out of the menu. Yeah, step right. two. Step on them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do not make eye contact with no. the frog. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah. So, anyways, oh, I'm, I'm excited when I uh, hear you talk about frogs and I see the pictures there right now. Yeah, huh? They're cute. Lots of frogs in the background. Speaking of your head, I have to mention. Yes. That hair system tonight, and I and I, system. You, it just always looks so good. It's but looking tonight, good. I think it's you got like a tail in the front. Is it on backwards or is that the new style? Oh wow! Oh, you're right. It's on backwards. Oh, uh, okay. During commercial, I'll, I'll switch it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. Wow, we club coming out swinging. Well, anyway, thank you, club, for joining us. Now, I can I'd like to introduce. Uh, our favorite good witch up there in Sideways, New York, Raven, is with us. At least I get to introduce you twice, Raven. Oh, my God. That's the best night ever. Thank is you for it? having me. <laughs> so let's uh, let's go over your look tonight. Now, you got the... Uh, no. Get... What? No. no she wants to skip, skip the look. Skip what? it. Why? Why? Am I missing something? No. I look like I'm a four-year-old named Jacob. Let's skip it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on, then. That's it. After that. Okay. We may come back to that later. Now, listen, we have a crowd of people here in the studio, in the station tonight, because I don't like being here alone. Not only do I hear noises all the time at night when I'm here by myself, but two weeks ago, we actually had voices on the tape of the show. And uh, that's never happened before. There is a radio constantly running in the background here, a radio program, but it's not that. I don't know. Because you're not hearing music in the background, right? No. I mean, nope. Nope. You know, 
You know, it just doesn't sound like something that you'd hear on the radio. It's just like conversation. So anyway, so I got the whole posse here, the local posse with me. In the studio with us is Uncle Alec, Kitty's pal, your Hello, former canny. Al Romano. I, you know, Al, I'm sorry. <laughs> Who? Al Ronaldo. Sorry. Sorry. We'll cut that out as well. Yeah, you know, Al, how are you? I'm doing great. Okay. Just yeah. Glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, so I shouldn't ask you what's new then, I guess, right? Have you started your uh, farming for the new year? No, I haven't uh, Haven't put anything in the ground yet. Uh, okay. You know, still a little early. Oh, still a little early? Yeah. yeah. For, for people out there who know what we're talking about, when is going to be the proper time to put Probably in? Probably in a few weeks I'll start germinating and getting mm-hmm. them ready, and then I have to disperse the little plants out in a few weeks to some different people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're not going to be out on the deck until – Probably, you know, beginning of May. Okay. So, you, you think you'll uh, run into the same situation as uh, No, I've been told last I have year. to keep them uh, under five feet tall. With law enforcement, them, yes. Uh, away from the prying eyes of the neighbors. I see, okay. All right. Al raises Christmas trees, if you remember. Yeah, there you go. Honeybees and Christmas trees. That, there you go. There's the name of your autobiography there, there dude. Um, thanks for joining us, Al. Glad to be here. Also in the studio with Honey us. Honeybees and Christmas trees. It writes itself. For a book. Yeah, and you need someone to, uh, Barry Manilow, or someone to write the music. <laughs> also in the studio with us is famous author, Mac Zapula. Hello, MZ. Mac. How are you? Good. I'm great. Thank you. It's good to be here. I feel like it's been a while, but mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. It's great to be here. Love to see everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's things with you? Good. You know, keeping yep. busy yes. with some projects. Yes. Yeah. What are you working on? Working on a little true crime piece that's gonna be yeah that's kind of weird incredible you are too right i heard i am too yeah about yeah. someone we know yeah <laughs> as it turns out well so odd. good luck with that it must be a lot of fun i'm yeah. sure uh also in another part of the studio is the black-eyed kid we found him living in the roof living in the uh attic and uh we've got him we've got him restrained in one room but he's with us tonight kid how you doing Yay! I love restraints. I'm doing great. Yeah. Okay. Whatever he said, it's gonna be funny. Thank you, kid. He said he loves restraints. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> now it makes sense. So, kid, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll let you out in a couple of days. Or do you want to go back up to the attic? What do you want to do? I'm um, kid. I want to go back up so I can also Germany. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. We'll take that under consideration. Cool. So the whole gang is here. The whole gang is here. And uh, later on, we're going to be talking. Switchy has a report on that switch. Fill us in, please. Well, it, it starts off with the uh, some of the strange things that happened during the Black Plague. And some of the uh, omens, they believed, actually created the Black Plague. Mm-hmm. Uh, strange mists, strange lights, and so forth. And then there were these strange... Uh, individuals that would showed up uh wearing uh hoods and carrying sides and so forth and uh and also if we have time i have some uh uh uh, mib lore i guess you could call it it goes all the way back to the time when they were uh well burning witches witches uh, consorted with uh individuals that were very suspiciously dressed similar to modern day men in black they may not have driven a black cadillac may have ridden a horse but uh, there's some uh, creepy similarities there. 
That's strange because um, somewhere I read that, yeah, someone had written maybe not an entire book, but they had done a deep dive into, you know, could the Grim Reapers be the men in black? And it's just something that people have been seeing, like UFOs. They've been seeing them for hundreds of years. We just never really made the connection. So that sounds Well, cool. there was a, a Grim Reaper that showed up uh, in one of Stan Gordon's reports mm-hmm. when he was uh, chronicling strange Bigfoot encounters mixed in with uh, UFOs and lights in the sky. Mm-hmm. This guy had a vision of a Grim Reaper. So it just, you know, it, everything just seems to stay connected. Is he the, uh, he's not the Kexburg guy, is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Stan he refuses to come on the show. Is he a friend of yours? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, why don't you pull some strings there, Switchy? I, I, I do what I can. You know, okay. Once that per diem check comes in, we'll see what we can do next. Okay, let's see what happens. <laughs> is that frog, one of those frogs have a guitar in back of you? Uh, yeah, yeah I, okay. uh, I I got it. I don't know where it came from. And a drum but, kit. Uh, <laughs> it's partly uh, for uh, Juan Juan. I mean, he's the, I wondered if he ever, uh, you know, carried the instruments for these guys in his career. For the frogs. No, I wish I had. Yeah, really. But you know, it gets slimy after a while with them handling it, wouldn't it? Just like, oh. Bro. Oh, well, with a little bit of humor there. I think they all sang bass. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's, yeah. Okay. Switchy also doing material. Why don't you lick a couple yeah, and see what happens? You can lick know. almost every, any frog No, not when you fry them, you're not. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> or step on them. We should just, oh. Wow. How do we get down this Rip road? <clears throat> so anyway, as it turns you know, out. you kiss a frog, what happens? What happens if you lick if you some frogs, frog? man, you're going to be on a L.A. State trip for like about 10 years. So you got to really watch it. Club, watch it. Make sure you, you cook those babies. <laughs> Amazon, you said? I know what happens, but I can't say it. <laughs> okay. It's no, tell very us. inappropriate. <clears throat> no, well, okay. no, we'll, we'll cut it out. What are we here for? Yeah, we'll cut it out. <laughs> Please tell us. Save for the show. Or just yes. mouth it, and then we'll figure out what it was. Go ahead. We won't Please. let anybody else. This, uh, so, in other words, what happens to you when you lick a, fl- a frog? Is that what we're saying? Well, I, don't, I don't lick them, but I find, frog. I find frogs in my backyard all the time. Go and ahead. I always pick them up because they're super cute. And they piss all over you. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. like uh, they like waterworks, you know? Yeah. Defense mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I've used that a couple times. It doesn't really work. <laughs> oh, frog water sports. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> but they're this? so cute. I can't. I can't help myself. I always go and pick them Ugh. up. They are cute. cute. <laughs> um, Especially yeah. when they just have babies, there's those little toads okay, running around, yeah. and nevertheless, everywhere. And then when it rains, they're trying to cross the street. The black. Uh, oh, I hate oh, okay. it. Okay. Trying you, to avoid. And you don't have to step on them. You can just pick up the legs. They have little wheelchairs when they take their legs. Uh, they really, yeah, they grow back though. <laughs> anyway, listen. That aside, it turns out that the black-eyed kid, you know, he has a little bit of a crush on Raven. And he's been bugging me. He has, he just wants to get uh, not intimate with her, but just to kind of work a few lines on her. And he sent me the list. I didn't read it. So don't blame me. Kid, do you know what I'm yeah. talking about? Raven, sorry. Kids pick up lines for Raven. Go, please. <laughs> Raven, is that bad a drug dealer? Help. <laughs> well, you got her All right. There you go. They're already, the her lawyer's already calling. <laughs> so, Here's my beautiful close up. Let's do that again in case the audience didn't hear. Go ahead. One more time. Number nine. You look more beautiful close up than through my telescope. <laughs> Already into the creeps. Beetles are mine. Yeah. <laughs> Number eight, please. Go ahead. Number eight. 
If you were president, you'd be paid for a ham and That's right. Okay. That's, oh my god. Fantastic. Number seven. Number seven. Want to come back to my place and watch porn on my fifty-two-inch mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Bit, you got to think about that one a little bit. Go ahead. Oh, I, I know. In hindsight, my frog peeing on me comment wasn't that bad. We're, okay, Mac, after that. Good. We can bring the frog in if you want to. I'm <laughs> open. Go ahead. Next, please. We're even, are you looking for a stud? Well, I've got the STD, so I'm going to need All right. <laughs> we'll spit out my beer. <laughs> Maybe it one more time. People kid. can't see Raven's reaction. Yeah, right. One more, one more time, kid. Are you looking for a sub? Well, I got the S E D, and all I need is you. Wow. Okay. Led Zeppelin. Next, please, kid. You know you have the cutest smile when you're asleep. <laughs> Oh, okay. my God. You have a nice smile when you're asleep. <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> That's exactly. the question. Oh, please, well, kid. I want to hear the Pick up lines for Raven. <laughs> hey, Raven, if I'm going to have sex with you tonight, will you please try to be there? <laughs> <laughs> Next, please, kid. if you put a man up the I told Santa I wanted you for Christmas. All right. Okay. If a fat man ever tries to put a bag over your head, don't worry because I told Santa I wanted you for Christmas. Okay. Funny now, testimony later. <laughs> uh, number two, please, kid. Hey, Raven, want to go halfsies on a baby? <laughs> <laughs> She didn't say no. All right, here we go. I think we're down the bottom no. of the list. <laughs> Number one. Hey, Raven, are you an archaeologist? Because I have a bone I need examined. <laughs> oh. I. Wow. Well, I don't know. Wow, Did the black eyed kid write those? He must have. <laughs> wow, we, huh? All right, kid. Well, thank you. I guess we should probably clap for you just to thank you. We'll go quietly. Now we're going to take we're going to take a commercial break now because we have to regroup and calm down. <laughs> so you're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Style Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. We've all heard of Area 51, the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54. How about Tonopah Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe. The haunted forests of New Jersey, 
A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon. Everyone to Mac Maloney's Blue Tracks Live Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Very quickly, I will introduce the members of the extended posse, the gang, over there across the puddle in England. Girls, very famous one wanted here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Glad to be here. Gils. Be on the show as always. Mills, Gils, and Gigi Gils. Sorry, no Coco tonight, but he's going to be with us next week. So if you can wait another f- seven days. I'd advise you to do so. He's out protecting the Hawaiian Islands, but our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, is here. Switchy, down there in the— Great to be here tonight. West Virginia. Also with us is our security chief, Willie Club, there in the greater Boston area. Willie. Hey, Mac. Yeah, it's great to be here tonight. Yeah, okay. I, The show's really starting off pretty good. It's you think so? It's starting off uh, in the first gear. Sometime it doesn't, but it's <laughs> really? okay. right ahead. Wow. <laughs> Tough love from club. Anyway, up there inside was blew the clutch at Frisky just a while ago. Yeah, well, <laughs> and all this time I thought it was an automatic, and I was wrong. Also, up there in Sideways, New York, is a very good friend. Raven is with us. Raven, hi. <laughs> hey, wow. <laughs> Thank you for having me. That's okay. All right. At least she's enthusiastic. Now tonight she didn't want to tell everybody what she what 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 her outfit is. It's been many things in the past, but not like she described it earlier. I think it looks good. I think the hat looks good. I think that the glasses always happening, and the uh, that Mo Howard uh, T-shirt you have on it's also looking good. Is that I what like it says? Nickname with Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> just call me Jacob there from Queens from now on because <laughs> I look like a boy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, once again, Mac after Doc, another show. Also in the studio with us tonight is uh, Al Ronaldo, UFO mechanic. Al. Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone. Okay. You hanging in there, there, brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm just uh... – Come down the minutes till we you know, hit the bar. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Doing great. Thank you, Al Jones. Also in the studio with us, making a rear appearance, very famous at the Mark Zapula. Mark, MZ. MZ. I like that. Mac, it's good to be here. It's good to see everyone. Yeah. Everything okay with you? you? Mark. Yeah, great, actually. Really what are you well. driving these days, anyway? Just an Altima. Altima, yeah? Yeah. Okay. What made you ask that? I don't know. I don't know. Is, <laughs> is that it parked outside? It is, yeah. Hey, what made yeah. you ask that? Okay. All right. Well, I'll hit it on the way again. I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was parked on the sidewalk. Can you hit it? Yes. <laughs> That's where he parks. <laughs> also, in another part of the building with us, the Blackhead Kid, B-E-K. 
Yeah. Isn't he some killer? Oh, that's BTK. <laughs> some famous killer, BTK. Oh, don't BTK. say BTK. No. Okay, all right. All right. Someday, kid. Someday. Do you know, do you know what I'm driving? Right. You know, I'm sorry. I don't speak his language. Okay, you okay? You all right in there? Yeah, I said you want to know what I'm driving. Okay, let me. Uh, what yeah, are you driving these you. days, kid? Yeah, it's because it's cold out. I'm driving about three inches. <laughs> Maybe it's good I didn't hear that. Anyone want to just tell me what he said? No one, no one nope. wants to say. We, we need closed no. captioning. Okay, Raven, what did you just say? Just tell me. I heard three inches. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, well, I, I heard that. Leave it there. Driving three inches. I think okay. that was. Like, All right. So this. <laughs> no need to Trinkage. explain. All right. so this guy's here early. So, um, um, why don't we do this? Why don't we bring him in hot? Just it's that kind of show, okay? Yeah. This is Mike Smith, super fan down in Florida. Or last time I talked to him, he was in Florida, and uh, he was on a few uh, about a year ago. Is he okay? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Oh. Something like that. And uh, he had a bit, and it was actually funny. So you know, so why not, right? <laughs> so let's see, let's see what happens here. Bring him in hot. As they say in the biz. Is the kid all right? Did he just get in here for something? <laughs> he floated in, but he, he floated out. There he goes. Okay. He, had to, he had to go take care of something. Is that what he's doing? Yeah? Okay. He's, he's good. Yeah. I, I hope Pete's okay. Yeah. We, we got to show him where the, oh, where the yeah, facilities the, were. The room is. Okay. Hey, Mike Smith. Turn on your mic. Hey, Mike Smith. Hey. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. See... He has one of those chin mics. That's a baby. That's the answer to this whole thing. He's got one of those. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, gamer yeah, headsets. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing there, Mike? How's things? Uh, you know, I can't complain. Yeah, could be better, could be worse. Doing yeah, you look like good. That, What's in know? the back? What do you got on the background there? What's what is that? Oh, that's um, <clears throat> that's just like a little Halloween banner thing I put up in the garage a long time oh, ago. Oh, okay. okay. Last, All right. Yeah, I just figured it'd be a good backdrop because we've been clearing out the old homestead, getting ready to go elsewhere in the next year. Wow. Okay. So, uh, Mike, thanks for joining us. You ha I've introduced everyone, right? I mean, to Mike, anyway. You have a, a little bit of bit. All right, we're on the air, okay? We brought you in hot. So, we'll have to cut out a lot of that. So, you have, uh, you, you brought a little, you brought some kind of a, a bit for us, right? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. All right, well, um, right here in the background. Okay. And how long ago were you, were, were you with us? That was about a year ago, right? I'd say we're coming up on a year, yeah. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you were working like in the only mine in Florida or something? Oh, no. There's a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And there's like three or four down our uh, actual road we were on. Mm -hmm. Mines. They're, they're, all, they're all just open pits. What are they? What are, what are they mine down there? Uh, they're mining lime rock. Oh, lime rock. Yeah. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Okay. Let's go. Here we go. Mike Smith. We're going to put a little music on this. Super fan. He is super fan status, and he's written a little segment for us tonight. And uh, last time you were on, you're really funny, Mike. So, yeah, right now I'm at the. Uh, let me take these off because okay. I was doing that as part of the bit. It's obscuring well, me uh, from actually pulling up the text. On my he took his sunglasses <laughs> off. Just well, I gotta put mine back on. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mike Smith, super fan. Mike Smith. Mike Smith, super fan. Calling in with a bit. Here we go. Yep. 
trying to actually hey, that's okay. pull up the text. It's mm-hmm. uh, not seeming to work. I don't know what my computer's doing at this moment. I'm, I apologize, everybody. Brought me in hot. I'm making a fool of myself. We started the show an hour ago. We started that early. <laughs> Are we in the Ides of March or something? What's going on? Hey, when is... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that when the... Start, uh, yeah, I think that's full moon started. tonight. NCAA <clears throat> stuff. Yeah, the, the 15th. Ah, right, we go. I've got 15th. it. Got it. Go. The 15th of All March. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Mike Smith, super fan. Segment tonight. Go ahead, top, Mike. You're up. The top 10 reasons why Uncle Juan Juan needs to get his ass back to U.S. soil. The top what? 10 reasons. Oh, oh, I love this already. <laughs> the top 10 reasons Juan Juan has to get back to the USA. Please. Number 10, Mike. All right. <laughs> no farmer's kitchen in Britain because their food sucks. Ooh, yeah. Starting off. Wow. <laughs> that's some hot <laughs> truth right there, baby. Right. Number nine. Mike. <laughs> the stalker has become the stalked. Park that right there and let it settle in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Number eight. <laughs> discovering he is not the only cat in the neighborhood that takes a leak in the garden. No privacy to relieve oneself on one's own private property. There's another very valid reason. Wow. He that remembers that uh, about the Yellow River going down your drain. Wow. He's got a great memory. Next, please. <laughs> <clears throat> Number seven. He can't own a gun to deal with the giant rats that pester his dogs. Back home, he could have just busted a cap and one to save his beloved hounds. Exactly. <laughs> what happened? Too many rules around here. Right. Yeah. That's no wow. Moment. Okay, go ahead, Mike. So far, so good. He found <laughs> out early on going to the pub and being an American meant double-charged economic bullying. Another fine point. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they double-charged. You. you can root for the U.S. U.S. soccer team all day long, but yeah. we're going to have to charge you double. Yeah, yeah, days. yeah, yeah. And you deserve it. Next, please. I'm surprised they didn't beat me up. Thanks, man. That's it's coming. a lot harder giving someone the bird in a traffic situation when the traffic laws and speed limits are foreign to his American mindset mm-hmm. because the UK sucks and is rule crazy. Yes. Yeah, you ain't kidding, man. Those roads over there are insane. Not just that you're driving on the wrong side of the road, and I went around the roundabout, as they call them, you know, on those circles That's once. roundabout, exactly. Very busy one, and it was more terrifying than any roller coaster or anything I've been on. It Could just, it get left? Uh, it was crazy. It was, it was uh, I can't even get it. And then there's all this all the stuff that they paint on the roads with the with the uh, the zebra and oh, all. Yeah. Who needs that stuff? You know, you're just saying that everyone's stupid. No, I didn't mean that. We have a lot of listeners. They get the they get the jagged sawtooth lines for that would drive uh, me crazy. Yeah, crosswalk. Yeah, 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 yeah. As if people don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, please, Mike Smith, super fan. <laughs> Top ten reasons Juan Juan should get back to the USA. Four, assuming he is armed because he's American, he is consistently cavity searched for weapons. The Ooh. officers grin when he asks, are you afraid to go deeper? <laughs> wow, that took a turn. <laughs> okay, he's laughing, though. It's okay. <laughs> I had to make some funny ones wow. like that. You okay. Know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, All do. right. Nice. Number three. <clears throat> Mac is missing the other half of his heart. Juan, you abandon your drinking buddy, you prick. <laughs> wow, yeah. Oh, okay, not just that. <laughs> The overdue bills. I was talking to my galley, wife about it? that just the other day. <laughs> oh, really? What like she said? Good. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I'm, really? glad uh, you, you, I'm glad you're not playing with him anymore. Did she say that? You can tell me. Uh, Moment of truth. She realizes that I miss, I miss my the, the close connection with my buddy Mac. Oh, wow. Well, okay. You can't. You can only be so close on 
Zoom and telephone and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, it's right. yeah, it's not the same as hanging out. Translation, I picked up every. It's like Mick and Keith. You got to be in the same there studio. You go. Okay, all right. right. And you're the one on drugs, you're Keith. Okay, I understand now. <laughs> that all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next, please, Mike Smith. Super. <clears throat> Two, because Coco just finagled a new challenger for free into his barn. You got to come back and get your wheels, Dad. Okay, man, I'll tell you that that <laughs> whole thing. It it, it, we screwed that up from the beginning, there, dude. We really did. I should have just bought your car. It just made so much sense, right, Al? You're the mechanic yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Should have just done it for you, but you would have had to clean your garage out. Yeah, that was a problem. <clears throat> okay. You can hire a kid to do that. I don't see that's going to happen. <laughs> hire a kid. My, that that challenger barely fit in your driveway. No, I would don't, don't worry. I put a cover on it or something. I, I just should have done it. Looking back, I just should have done it. And it's just I bought like, a cover for it too. Oh, now it's you're like, rubbing it, was it in. It's still in the okay. bag in the trunk. All right. So you, do you know who bought it? Do you it. know? Do you know the person who bought it, or is it just gone forever? No, I sold it. I sold it to Carmax. Oh, Nineteen two thousand sixteen, right? Sin. Yeah, nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. Uh, all right, number one, please, super fan, Mike. These top uh, ten reasons why one one should. Number one, this is the coup de gras. Back in the U.S. Back in the states, as metrosexuality was often teased and good fun. Now, since metrosexuality is widespread among the hip youth, he finds that he now can't compete as a snazzy dresser anymore. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got. I got to find a new league to play in. I go. <laughs> Hey, man, wow. I can't compete. I go around in athletic shorts and T-shirts a lot of times, and I'm looking like, what the hell are these people wearing? They look like they're wearing space clothes. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I think he's right there, Juan Juan. I think that um, maybe 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 you should take on a new wardrobe, a new look, a new, a new drip, as the kids say. Yeah. I'm trying to give you reasons to come back home. There Juan. you go. <laughs> come back here to your designer over here to do yeah, it. I got some top ten reasons I should go back home too. Oh really? Yeah. So that makes twenty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I got a bunch, but I, I got to keep them sort of under wraps. I just got to tell you one time. Obvious reasons. When we were out of control, we met probably God, ten times in two weeks. Business meetings, and it was at Michael's. It was at uh, on the Coleman, down the galley, down the Grog. Wow. Okay. Those are the good old days. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. So thank you, Mike Smith. Thirsty Moose. Let's give Mike a hand and a round of applause. Let's give Mike a round of applause. Nice thank work, Mike. You might not even have to sweeten that up. So are uh, things good with you there, Mike? More or less? Uh, one more time, I'm sorry. Are things good with you, more or less? Uh, yeah, I'm in the middle of job hunting, getting things straightened out, uh, being a stay-at-home dad with my son right now. It's just economically more effective with daycare being a ridiculous price every month. So. Yes, yes, yes. And Mike, what th- where were you in Florida? I'm in Hernando County. Yeah, where is that for the folks that don't know Florida? Is that near Miami? That is uh, West Central Florida. West Central, yeah, okay. All right. I know people down in Boynton Beach, Delray Beach, that kind of area. Which is, you know, yeah. it's okay. It's right. That's a little bit of a drive from here. Yeah, yeah. So, Mike, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. It, it, it was funny, yeah, you know. Good to see you. Yeah, funnier yeah, than you know some of the stuff. Ask Club. Funnier than some of the stuff we put on, right, Club? <laughs> Everything's funnier than what you put on. Oh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> holy! I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They always say. Wait, that. before Mike Let goes, so what, so was it 80 down there or what? Uh, uh, today I think it was eighty six. Oh, man, oh, man. well, some of the spring oh, is no. coming. Spring no. is coming. Okay. 
Goodbye. Unbelievable. I'm going to take down there in the village right back up now. to New York. Is that near you? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. like two, about two hours away from here, two and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah you want to be down there when the hurricane hits, though? Really? You on uh, TV? Anyway. Not in the villages. I was happy when the hurricane kind of moved away from our area because it looked like it was going to hit us and yeah, yeah. less than 20 miles from the coast. Yeah, yeah. I know oh, someone wow, who yeah. went okay, through wow. that Andrew hurricane years ago, and that no, changed that everything last in one Florida. That just came through, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break now and regroup? Catch up, breaths, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. The whole gang is here. Please stay tuned. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed. The Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Ong's Hat, and the very mysterious M Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous Juan Juan. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone. to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Let me very quickly introduce the gang. Uh, Juan Juan is here from across the puddle. Juani. Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Also with us is... just joining us, you missed a lot. You missed a lot. Plenty more. I feel like I've missed a lot. Up there also, Switchblade Steve Ward. I'm saying up there because he's up there in those Hollywood squares. And... uh, Flapjack, Virginia. Where are you again? West Virginia. West by God, Virginia. Okay. Deep in the Ohio Valley. Okay. All right. Near the Mason-Dixon line and the Ohio River. Okay. Thanks for joining us, Richie. Great Uh, to be here. Also with us is uh, Security Chief Willie Club. Hi, Mac. Yeah. Great to be here. We found out last week you won 20 grand on a scratch ticket, right? Yeah. 20 grand on a scratch ticket. How long so that ago was, was that? That was three years ago. Wow. <laughs> I, I just went on the new one now, and I got won 700 so far in the first week. You were telling us. $50 tickets, but yeah, the yeah, buy them. buy them early. But when you say early, mm-hmm. what, buy them the first week or the first month? Uh, first month, uh, usually. That's how it worked on the, okay. uh, the $30 one. Yeah, huh. When you hit that twenty grand, what you do? I mean, what you do with the money? Did you go blow it, I hope? 
<laughs> no, first thing I did is I went over to the to the office to make sure that I didn't lose my ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I cashed yeah. it in. In Reading there, that place? That place? In Wilburn. Oh, Wilburn, okay, yep. Go ahead. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then I just um, went home and uh, gave some to my wife. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It's another show. Cause you, another show. Because you, you only hit $1,000, yeah. yeah, yeah. you told her. Oh, I won uh, oh, 1000 yeah. bucks. yeah. Uh, also with us. Yeah. It's a, a 50. I want a thousand. It's a 50. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll give you a hundred. 50. I know. Yeah. Don't spend it all in one place. Also up there. Up, up in Sideways New York, our favorite good witch, Raven, is with us. Raven. Hello. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. So you're underdressed tonight? Is that, what we, uh, is that what we were saying earlier? Underdressed? I had this super cute hairstyle. I did a little beanie. I have a low bun in the back. I have like some cute little curls coming out of the front because my hair is like a little wavy. And then on Zoom, I look like a boy. I look like a boy who's 13 years old named Jacob. Huh. I mean, let's be real. I look like a boy. That's the third time I've heard I'm that. I'm very okay. upset about it. Do you want us to take a vote or we believe you? I know I know what you're going to say. Okay, the more she says it, the more I'm... factual. Okay. Anyway, when we move in the studio with us. Uh, I got so many jokes to you there, Al. Drawn her with compliments, and she's going to reject it right. and say, no. <clears throat> That's how like it goes. Named Jacob. I don't know the, the Jacob reference. It's some TV show. What is it? I just a lot, a lot of guys I've met in my life are named Jacob. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh. Okay. Wow. Uh, All right. This religious just got, retreats. This guy really did. Yes, right. <laughs> anyway, that voice you heard was uh, Al Renaldo, UFO mechanic, Al. Uh, good evening, Mac. Uh, hello, everyone. In the studio with us. Uh, glad to be here. What, are you? Really? Oh, I just, you know, okay. making my day. Also with uh, in the studio with us is famous author Mike Zapula, MZ. Hello, Mac and the gang. Okay. Thanks for having me again. Oh. Are you also glad you came? I, I am. I right. really am, yeah. Would you? Yeah. Yep. If you weren't, would you tell us? Um, I would probably tell you. Would you really? Yeah. Also with us, see how many people are here? The Black Eyed Kid is here, locked in the room. Black Eyed Kid, how you doing? Hey, doing great. Can you turn me for Spence? Okay. I'll apologize to you now. (laughs) Also joining us is the mysterious Ashley G. Let's give her a round of applause, please. Thanks, guys. Ashley, how are you? I'm great. How are you? You can tell, right? You're doing good, Ashley. Can you see my smile? Being on. How's things with you? We've talked to you about a month ago. How are things with you? You enjoying the New England weather? No. No. <laughs> it, could, it could be worse though. You did so well, and then all of a sudden, all the storms were. Yeah, in. I know. What a drag. Right. Yeah, it's terrible. Even just to see snow on the ground was a drag. We made it till February, whatever, and then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, back to back storms. Yeah, yeah, and another one. And the weather people are going crazy. Going crazy. <laughs> it's tabloid weather. Because the last two storms, you know what I mean? It, people panic. and, they, and, and They cancel school. Yeah, cancel school. There's like yeah. it, an inch of snow. Or it's raining. It's yeah. like, what, oh, right. what is that all That's about? a drag. Yeah, because that's didn't just they cancel school in Boston, and it didn't even it didn't even snow in Boston. No, Boston st- Boston had schools. They're the only ones that got so everyone around canceled school, and that's I, I hate to say it, but that's like one less summer day for me because right. she has to go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, why don't we go to switch first, and um, 
See what he's had for mm. breakfast. Someone dropped out. Who, who dropped out? Twitchy. I mean, uh, Black Eyed Kid. Black Eyed Kid. Yep. Uh oh. <laughs> he's here in the yeah, building. Yeah, He's walking by. Yeah, my computer died. Oh. It's right where I left on the. Come back in here. Okay. Black Eyed Kid. There's no heat in that room. That's why he's. Oh, he's wandering around. Okay. But you're gonna have to share, guys. <laughs> he's looking for Bob. Yeah, that's I fine. Think it's I can... the moon. <laughs> that's wow. what Black Eyed Kids do. They wander around. Wow. It's like a they, nightmare coming through They try to here. con you into letting them in. Right, exactly. You want to come in out of the cold. Yeah. That's what they do. They go up yeah. and they try to manipulate you. Jeez. I won't get in your way. I see you're baking a cake. <laughs> and they have buns, too, don't they? Where is he? I keep on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you look a little fidgety over there. That's, uh, <laughs> oh, he's going there. That way. He just floated by again. I think he went to get the cord for his computer. <laughs> wow. I knew it was going to be like this tonight. So anyway, switch. Let's get back yes. to it. Um, before we talk to Ashley, we're going to talk to you about what you had for breakfast, okay? Everyone wants to know. Now, last week, you went a little far afield, right? I, I went uh, 10 miles east to mm-hmm. the little uh, a country corner diner. That's right. And, uh, yes. And uh, what the heck did I have? This week. Oh, you had, uh, you had the big guy. Uh, you had the meatloaf. You had I mean, you, oh, that's right. I had they, they had a, a lunch special, so I said, forget the. the I know about what he man. eats that more than good. he does. Because oh. eating this stuff all the time. So, what you have today, this morning? This morning, I crossed the mighty Ohio River and the Mason Dixon line and went over to Gallopolis, Ohio, where there is a Bob Evans. So, I went to Bob, mm. Evans, Bob Evans and I had three eggs over easy, hash browns, white toast, and two sausage patties. Yeah, nice, huh? Now you have to have three eggs if you're gonna if you're gonna include hash browns along with toast. You got to have that third egg. It's important. Yeah, that's, least, that's excessive. Yeah. Three eggs is why? I don't know. It's too much. Well, but that, that head-on collision between egg yolk and and you know hash browns. Oh, anyway, okay. Oh, okay. Is so that gonna... like an Ohio thing? Let's get it. No, it's like uh, one of my mental problems. Oh, okay. I have mental problems too. Same I would thing. need four eggs because I need everything to be even. No, no. Well, what about two? How about two? Holy cow. Hey, I, I get it. My my wife, Eileen, does, did, didn't like her vegetables to be touching each other. Oh, oh. yeah. Hmm. Okay, Eileen is right. Or if you had potatoes, no no peas or corn touching the potatoes and no peas or corn touching each other. Really? So I'm not the only one that has issues. Okay, that's hmm. good. She got past that. Now she makes an awesome... Uh, Shepherd's pie. Where yeah, all shepherd's pie. I was going to say is everything. Yeah, in grand scale. <clears throat> Ashley, is there anything you don't like, food wise, that we should know about? Uh, not really. Um, I think get, mushrooms are gross. Get right on oh, that you're microphone. Right. You're yes. absolutely right. She is right. Mushrooms are disgusting. Mushrooms are disgusting. I like mushrooms, but I've been walking away from them mm. <laughs> more and more I, ever since I saw this movie. Uh, with Daniel Day Lewis, he's a tailor. Uh, yes, he's a sh- and I yes. don't want to give it away, but it's a great see. movie. And it all this ties in. Yes, I, I can help. Do, do, Go ahead. You guys remember that commercial years ago where the guy has heartburn? It's it's animated, and all the uh, uh, like the vegetables and, and things that cause uh, heartburn and indigestion are mar- they are like have little faces on them, and they're marching toward yeah, yeah, him with sure. uh, like morning stars and knives and yeah. swords and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah for thumbs. I, I rem- oh my god, you just unlocked a memory. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, I, I, I charge uh, uh, fifty dollars an hour. Oh my god, I can afford that. Yep. 
Go ahead. I, you know, we I, had toad, toadstools I, growing in our yard that were so big. Leprechauns were living underneath. Really? Yeah, you're seeing them too. Yeah. I I, I can tell you a story now that you will never eat mushrooms again ever. You ready? Okay. So I'm already yeah. not going to eat them again. So go yep. ahead. Yep. Exactly. Now a few of you people will know that I used to live down at um, Rivers Edge Condos in Newport, and yes, I do know that they were um, infested with mice right before we left there. They got infested by mice because the maintenance guys left everyone's bottom window open or something. I don't know. So before we even knew this was happening, they're running around our house. So. One night had dinner and had strawberries and mushrooms, and I'm cleaning up on a very rare occasion, right? And I put the stuff down the garbage disposal and turned it on, and there was mm-hmm. a mouse down there. So, <laughs> so when I looked down there, it was strawberries, mushrooms, and pieces of mouse mice. entrails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lovely. <laughs> Sushi. <laughs> Turn on the water. I don't have strawberries either. So we're, we're, strawberries are awful as well. 100%. Wow. Don't eat strawberries. So anyway, so Switch, what you have for breakfast this morning? Let's go over it again. <laughs> you want me to go over that again? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, three eggs over easy. Yeah, the three eggs is bothering uh, me. Two sausage patties, uh, hash browns, uh-huh. and white toast. And what's okay. the excuse for three eggs? If you get two hash browns, you have to have three eggs? No, 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 no. You get hash browns. Go ahead. You have to have, I, I have to have that third egg. Oh, you do? You have to have it. It's not yeah. wrong. <laughs> okay. That's what's like tripping me up. Why is there three eggs? Why is there like, three I, eggs? That's what started this. Well, there, there's not enough, not, not enough egg yolk with two, two uh, eggs. Hmm. Oh. Okay. I'm not going to go crazy. I mean, yeah. even I have some. I, I can tell you, so you want to eat eggs and get any of them. Making like an hash soup with the yolk. I'm trying to like envision what your plate will look like. Yeah, just like right. yellow. Like a sunny side up egg? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I would go scramble. But you know, now you know, it all makes sense. Okay. You said over easy. toast and, and eggs, you know, make, make, you know. Maybe they, they do that in private and in a dark closet, but, Ooh. you know, it happens. Wow, huh? Uh, Switch. What? I'm going to say that cost you 11 bucks. Um. Pretty close. Wow. Okay. That was a little more. A little more. All right. And you dropped, I bet you dropped, I hope you dropped six bucks anyway. I dropped five bucks. Five bucks is all right. That's good okay. Tip. That's all a right. good tip. Yeah. You have to be friends with them because they'll be friends with you. So where are I you with the 50% at Farmer's Kitchen? 50%. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why you're such good friends with the, them. And all the girls there signed my uh, Farmer's <laughs> Kitchen sweatshirt and yeah, anything I was wearing, they would sign it with a Sharpie that. I saw that clothing time. clothing markers that I provided. <laughs> he also got arrested by a model down there once too. I have the pictures. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I have the news clippings. All right, <laughs> Ashley, um, thanks for joining us. You've been reading up on. I have too. Uh, this idea that maybe a life on Earth started came from Mars, landed on Earth, and started over here. And I started reading about it today. And now you have too. I'm a little more convinced than I was before. I've heard two different theories. Um, one being that a geochemist and another scientist found that there were missing elements on the Earth that just weren't available to create those stepping stones mm-hmm. to create. Um, is that the one you read? Yes. Yeah. There's some kind of something has a, a name that has 20 letters in it. 
And yeah, I wrote it down. I don't know how to pronounce it though. Right. It's yeah, right. It's it's to to create life, you know, you have to have these certain amino acids and these certain chemical things happening. And when they think life started on Earth, Earth did not have this chemical, but Mars had tons of it. And they think that astro you know, I don't know, how did they think it how do they think it got here though? That's the thing that kind of trips people up. Um, so I was reading that there's one theory that a meteorite from Mars landed on Earth to spread those needed, whether it be like the phosphorus or boron, whether mm-hmm. elements required um, to get there. Mm-hmm. How it all started. Um, but I did read another theory, and this one's on another realm of interesting in my mind. Okay. But it's it talks about how ancient civilizations always wrote about godlike creatures coming down from space mm-hmm. and providing advancements in science and math. Yeah, the ancient astronauts theory. Yeah. 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 That could and happen. In the Hebrew Bible and in the Genesis. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's in the Bible and um, what's that guy, Van, Eric Von Dyneken, he wrote you know two or three books on it. And I'll tell you, if you read some of that evidence, you have to say something was going on back then. Club, you must like this stuff, right? Don't you? Oh, I eat it up. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. they have found stuff back in. They found a battery. They found a working battery in Iraq from, you know, like 10,000 years ago or something, you know, and, and sextants and stuff. How do these people know this stuff? You know? Well, that's the whole thing with Egypt. Look at the advances mm-hmm. in Egypt and some of the tools they used and it's unbelievable. I mean, math. How did they know? How did they measure the the different buildings that they put up? You know, the Sphinx and all that. And yeah. They go over there, the scientists, and they they look at them and they measure them, and they're they're exact. Mm, I mean, yeah. it's it's incredible. Six thousand years ago, these people yeah. were over there doing this stuff. Six thousand years ago. So, maybe, Ashley, go ahead. So, um, we might be aliens. Maybe we're. <laughs> so. Um, in the Hebrew Bible, they talk about fallen angels. I feel like you might have talked about this once before in the uh-huh. show. I don't know why I'm thinking that. But they're described as being 10 feet tall with large eyes and no wings. Really? Yeah? Okay. Wow. Hmm. There's been them. a study done on astronauts in space, and they found that over a period of time, your body actually like grows two to three inches because there's less gravity. Hang on, guys. Is that the circadian rhythms they call it, where they, uh, uh, there's a certain rhythm that, is, that would, it takes place on Mars, but when the astronauts go up and they're not tied to Earth anymore, it kind of, it evens out the same way, suggesting that perhaps originally humankind came from Mars. I, I'm, I'm wording that very poorly, but uh, <laughs> I like grasshoppers uh, get in us. Yes. I know well, women that these godlike creatures from Mars provided they ended up leaving Mars and they went to Earth and provided all these advancements, like <laughs> how the Egyptians were able to build the pyramids and provide that knowledge. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because there's, I mean, that study, like being 10 feet tall and these fallen angels providing their knowledge, right? We could potentially have been from Mars being that large. Mars gets less light, so our eyes may have. Yeah, adapted. But 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 did you say that astronauts when they go up into space they get three inches? Over a period of time, they're, they're it's like their spine <laughs> deep 
compresses and they actually grow. Everyone's running off a NASA application. <laughs> I swear I'm six feet tall. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Huh? So, so I mean, why did they leave then? That's the thing is when I've heard the, the ancient astronauts theory, why did they leave us on our own? You know what I mean? If they had yeah, an so outpost. I'm actually not sure. I mean, if you look at the atmosphere, it is very cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's been talk of NASA wanting to melt the polar vortexes on Mars to provide more water. No, so that should work. Atmosphere, it actually will warm it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. You need water on because they think that Mars had water a long time ago, and because it was smaller, I mean, I don't know, and had a different magnetic. Uh, thing around that you know didn't protect it as much as the Earth's atmosphere and stuff and it and it, it was a planet and then there was um life on there very quick you know quick in nature would be like 10 million years or something like that you know so but something was going on up there they know as much now because there's water they found stuff that they just haven't come out and said okay we found a microbe whatever there's a um rocket that's coming back i guess in 30 club you would know this when are they bringing the that um Mars Explorer back isn't it early thirties or something? Uh, Two thousand three. Like that I offhand I don't know the exact date, but yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, is that, this is yep. still a rover up there, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, but this is going to bring back samples to Earth. They're, they're going to send something out there, pick up stuff, and bring it back. So I know the rover does analyze the soil, but I mean, I mean, you can analyze all you want, but it's nice to like get it in hand to actually do the analyzing yourself because well, it can. So, yeah, they're bringing samples back. So. Right. Yeah, they'll have it right in hand. I mean, uh, talking about um, stuff coming here from Mars, I uh, remember about, I think Clinton was president, and um, these guys found this meteorite down in Antarctica, which I guess you could walk down there and pick up the stuff because a lot of, who knows why, but a lot of stuff falls down there. And they cut it open, and they thought they saw inside um, – fossils of you know like one cell animals and stuff but there was also a thing that um there was also a geological explanation for it but i remember that uh, clinton came out and said we think we found life on mars and then they kind of threw hot water cold water a a few weeks later but it just shows you know a lot of stuff was happening up there it did it wasn't just barren all these years there was life on there at some point and i could see it coming here and just spreading everywhere it had to come from somewhere. The rover has pictures of what looks like man-made structures on Mars. You can actually look up the pictures that they've let, like, released to everyone on, the, on Earth. Yes, okay. What looks like a sarcophagus, mm-hmm. that match the ones in Egypt as well as the ones from the Aztecs. They see one that looks like a cross, and it's, it's crazy to think that they might have done that and then traveled to Earth and just... Show us how to do it, and then and then left. That's the thing that gets me: is why would you leave somewhere else and spread their knowledge yeah. elsewhere? Which yeah. is what we are trying to do in the future. Because NASA's talking about wanting to send people to Mars to colonize it. Yeah, but our Mars. Yeah, it's nice this time of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a year and a half to get there, and then once you <laughs> ran into a. They ran into a Taco Bell and decided, oh, <laughs> screw this, we're out of here. Perhaps we are descendants of the Martians, and then over millennia, we adjusted to the greater gravity. Yeah. 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 Um, who's the... Uh, who- I've seen those pictures that she had mentioned of, of, like, the sarcophagus. Yes. 
Th- that's exactly what it looks like. Huh. You can't you can't dismiss it for anything else other than that. Right. And it's like, well, why is it there? Like somebody somebody that's an adult explain it to me mm. in ways that I can understand it. You won't that's, find that's many adults here. Thing yeah. to do, right? <laughs> You're looking but, in the wrong place. Yeah. Yep. It's a Hollywood set. It's a Hollywood <laughs> set. This isn't really real. Right? Yeah, you know. Oh, it's it is? It's Hollywood. <laughs> oh, my. Why would they go it's through all like that? It's just like the moon landing. Yes, it's exactly. Exactly. And who was in that movie? Several years ago, Once again, on you've coast, been duped. <laughs> several years ago on Coast to Coast AM, yes. there was a guy named uh, Sir Charles Schultz that Art Bell talked to several times. And he was analyzing some of the photographs, like Ashley's talking about, that came back a long time ago. Okay. And, you know, NASA's just quiet on all this stuff. Well, he was, he was you know, uh, looking at some of the photographs, and you could see what looked like fossils in the rock that hmm. looked very similar to, like, trilobites and and brachiopods and so forth mm-hmm. and uh there was even one a really really kind of astounding one and for some reason the the surveyor or whatever it was actually kind of drilled into it to kind of destroy it hmm. it's like the implication being they just don't want us to know this stuff like we can't handle it i, I don't know let me I just uh, let me just but ask like, uh, sometimes it's, it's what do they call it pareidolia and, but sometimes it's i don't it may not be some of it's really it looks like uh raven it looks like uh, sometimes uh it was like a nuclear blast, and there's pieces of stuff left from yeah. that there. Yeah, hey, uh, let me and just then, like like yeah. you mentioned, like you know they're trying to like destroy it. What unhinged person is doing that? Like, why can't we know about this? What what is the secret? Well, I need if to know. yeah, but they would have to go up. I mean, really, if there's stuff up in Mars that was ancient civilization left behind, they would have to go up and hold it in their hand. You know what I mean? Before they could never make an announcement like just on a photograph as much as you'd want to. The black eyed kid. I don't know. Have you been to Mars? I don't know what to ask you. He, um. Yeah. 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 What's it like? Um. It was great. Um. I visited there after I visited Uranus. <laughs> Why did I know? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I, I think uh, he made you the butt of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in position. Touche. <laughs> uh, Ashley, there was a, a film, an old film, science fiction film called Rocket Ship XM. I love that. Lloyd Bridges. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A low budget film, but kind of cool. They, they, uh, they're headed for the moon, but they screw that up and end up landing on Mars, which is hard to do, I think. Okay. But there's, there's a scene where uh, it it's Mars, like, like maybe it, it it really is. It was uh, you could tell it was uh, blasted by a nuclear uh, war or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's mutants there, and there's all kinds of like ruins and so forth. And I can't help think of, but think of some you know vague parallels maybe mm. to reality. It's it's a it's a well done film. You know, little little cheesy in the dialogue sometimes, but uh, it has some great character actors in it. Hey, Switchy, uh-huh. who who wrote the um who wrote the uh, Martian Chronicles? I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ray Bradbury. Oh, Ray Bradbury. Yeah, okay. That's that's basically what what it's about, right? These people go to Mars, they colonize Mars, and in the process, they find out Become that the Martians that right. they're Martians. Yeah, that they're just Martians going back to Mars. Kind of cool. Rock Hudson was in the TV series. It was like the best thing he ever did. Yeah, Rock Hudson. They died a little while later. The Martian Chronicles, good by Ray Bradbury. So, uh, Ashley, what else did you find out? Anything else cool? What do you be- um, What do you believe? What would you like to believe about this? I think it would be very cool if we were descendants of Martians. Mm, all of us? 
Juan Juan included? Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, he can be involved. Okay. (laughs) You know us. Yeah. I believe that we're a descendant from somewhere because we just haven't quite adapted well to Earth. We're always sick. We always have allergies. Mm -hmm. We we can't seem to blend in with the environment. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. We're ruining everything. We don't know how to do anything. We're all stupid. But (laughs) Okay. How did this happen? I do want to say, when you talk about allergies, it's definitely the government's fault, especially when it comes to pollen. Oh, go ahead. Wait, she cut out there. Why is is the government involved in pollen, please? Because they wouldn't allow, there's male and female trees, and they would only plant the male trees so they wouldn't produce fruit. Wait. So everyone couldn't get fruit. So you have to go to the store and buy it. And what? And there's so many males trees, and there's no females huh. to send the pollen to. It's just in the air, on the ground, on this, your car. This could be Mac That's after dark. I don't know. Yeah, so, this so is a whole let's bring Al. Let's bring Alan on this discussion. <laughs> yeah. After all, he's the bee guy. You know about so. bees. Have Alan you ever seen this? Uh, this whole life cycle. Oh not putting God, male trees inside, man. next to Phil. Um, next to male Alan. trees, female. Have you seen any indication that the government? is uh, separating male trees from female trees. I haven't seen that, but I do notice that uh, the maple trees in the area <laughs> produce pollen very early. So there must be male plants. Somewhere. I don't know I don't know what a female maple looks like, but I know the males are around because I know the bees are on them the instantly. Bees. I mean, they're the first thing to, okay. to break all over the it. The males <laughs> so, are so pr- promiscuous, it's unbelievable. Is that what it is? Uh, I, was early. I knew we'd get to that. You can't blame them for trying. I mean, they're, but I don't know if they're getting it. Switchy. <laughs> What'd you say? The bees have high heels? Did you say that? <laughs> no, 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 that's the female trees have high heels. heels. That's how you distinguish them. Wow. I was going to say something different, but I okay. can't say it. No, no, please say it. We Come can on. cut it out. Go if ahead. you're going to do it. You can't do that to us. Tonight's the night. I can't. Please, just say it, and we're going to take a break. Yes, well, we'll cut it out. But, yeah, the females, they have a they have a P-U-S-S-Y. Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh. That's how you can tell the difference. It's like the oh. vagina monologue, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Got it. <laughs> now, I've seen... I've seen uh, 2622. Yeah, I've actually seen male, male cannabis plants, <laughs> and yes. I'll tell you, if you grow male cannabis plants outdoors, which is now legal in Massachusetts, yep. um, your neighbors will hate you. Not all of them. Well, no, the neighbors <laughs> hate you because you will then, you know, um, cannabis plants don't pollinate by bees. They pollinate by the wind. It's a very, very fine, fine pollen, mm-hmm. and it can mm-hmm. get on the wind, and it can go for five miles. Okay. So if you have male plants that you're allowing to grow and you have neighbors within five miles that are buying very, very expensive varieties of cannabis to grow in the decks and and your pollen gets there, they're going to have an awful lot of seeds in there mm-hmm. and they're not going to like oh, you at all. They, wow. they tell you, if you see that you've got a male plant when it's about three or four inches tall, mm-hmm. kill it. Instantly. Kill it? Oh yeah, no, no, it no, up, no, kill no. it. We're not going to do that. No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> but, That's uh, barbaric. So female? Do you not have to deal with that? The you you Question. let the females grow, but you don't you make them frustrated because they can't reproduce. <laughs> they don't get any here. We go. Mac, so they Mac flower. The duck. So what they end up doing <laughs> is they they have uh, to get some kind of artificial toys to go with it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. but you don't. 
you know, you know especially <laughs> yeah, in the That's a punchline right there. You know, when we were kids, you you got Mexican right, cannabis that oh, had seeds in it, and you end up um, yeah. Oh, yeah. having to clean it. Yes. But, you know, now people right. are spoiled, and they're spending this much money on um, really good okay. cannabis, so right. they don't want to have to clean seeds out of it. So if you do that... So you're- they're gonna hate you. Let me tell yeah, you. I, yeah, I know what he's saying. Okay, yeah. it'd be diluting because, yeah, you don't the want to buy it, it and like have to like divvy out like all of like the crap that you don't want to. Smell. Right, and also the quality of the final product. If the plant is busy making seeds, it's not busy making listen flowers. The blind guy could just oh. fell asleep, so we got to take a. Where's right now? Is there a Rolling Stones yeah. song here somewhere? Somewhere. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Listen to Mac Maloney's military excellence show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned. My dad, he's a double amputee, and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for our country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for our troops built this house, and my dad can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything. Homes for Our Troops builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at hfotusa.org. Guys, okay, having fun. Yeah, yeah, right. hanging in there. <laughs> oh, got a cat here. Come on, cat. Get the cat out of there. Yeah. Get the cat. <laughs> Didn't bother me the whole show. Now I got to do my report. Okay, it's Teal, by the way. Oh He's yeah. The one that's like we want to know. Here we go. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Military Show right? here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. I wish that we could. We should be a Mac after dark because what's going on off air. It's just as fun as on, yeah. All right. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. can I start again? It's it's so much fun. It should be against. Thanks, the law. Phil. I'm blaming <laughs> yeah. this on you. Here you go. Here we, we go. We should all be wearing ankle braces. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some guys like that. I can't wear two. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> I can't wear two. Oh. What? All right. Hold it. Come on. Come that on. was Mark's fault. This never happens. We're all, ankle we're all tied together happen. with ankle braces, like old brother or out though. Okay. All right, here we go. Yes. We're going to go at 249, no matter what. You didn't get that movie reference? Yeah, that movie was good. Right. That movie's That's funny. Cloning. Cohen Brothers loved them. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Military Excellence Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Let me very, very quickly uh, introduce the uh, co-conspirators. Uh, Juan Juan is with us, girls, across the pond. Hello. Hello, back. Hello, girls. Okay. It's already uh, tomorrow over there? Is that what you said? It's tomorrow. It's already tomorrow. Interesting. Well, you sleep till noon anyway, so what difference does it make to you? I do lately. <laughs> oh, lately? The weather's so crappy lately. Interesting. Who wants to get up? Um, okay. Um, no cocoa tonight, but we do have our uh, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, down there in West Virginia. How are things with you? Okay. Uh, they are beyond wonderful. <laughs> Also with us, wow, I need a uh, sip of, uh, what do you have here tonight, Al? Uh, Ganson. 
Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, also with us is our security chief, Willie Club. I see him sitting back there. He's got his arms folded. That means we've uh, got a couple of violations. Well, there's so much going on here tonight. I can't keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you say, on screen and off. Uh, yes, right. What did, now, I don't want to make this a thing, but what did you have for breakfast today? The only reason I'm asking is that uh, two weeks ago you had a sugar pops, and all of a sudden I went, uh-oh, here he goes. He's going to have a uh, watch. Exit stage, uh, right? Oh, he's got the pops. pops. It is. Well, oh, I haven't man. had those in a while. Good stuff. We talked about them for about yeah. a half hour a couple of weeks ago. Well, well I've been right. picking on them during the show. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you can eat them like candy. They're good, they're good snacking. Also in the studio, let me get rid of the studio. No, not rid of the studio. Let me get, oh, <laughs> studio introductions. <laughs> Freudian slip. Wow. <laughs> Uncle Al is with us. Al Ronaldo. UFO mechanic. Good evening, Mac. Good evening, everyone. Fama Al, we should call you, right? There you go. So, all right. Germinating in a couple months? Uh, a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's coming around. Also with us is very famous uh, author, Mike Zapula. Hello, Mac. Hello, ladies, gentlemen. Tell us your uh, the names, your, your three top books. The Last Longshoreman. This is. Miami Underground. Yeah, cool. And Unmasked. Unmasked, yeah. Yeah, story cool. of Jerry Chivas. That's oh yeah! Cool. Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Of cool. course! Yeah yeah yeah! I mean that's cool. Yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah. How's he doing? Is he still down Delray Beach? Yeah, back and forth. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, and uh, also the Black Eyed Kid is here. Hi everybody. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. Are you? Yeah. Why? Um, because after we visited Uranus, I went to okay. so go back uh, Mars for. Samples? Okay, bye. <laughs> Raven. Well, the end justifies the means. Up there in Sideways New York, Jacob, how are you doing tonight, Jacob? <laughs> Hi. <clears throat> I'm doing really good. Thank you for having me. I have X body spray on. <laughs> this is not the vibe for Raven's Nest that we were thinking about. now. <laughs> Raven's Nest is going to be way different. He's the vibe is going to be way different. Trust me. Okay. I'm never doing a low bun and a beanie again. A what? Okay. Oh, well, hang on. A, a low bun and a beanie. Oh, a low bun and a beanie. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was a new... It sounds like a, it sounds like a donut. Fruit drink. Yeah, some, the, yeah, yeah, some kind of a confession. Uh, also with us is uh, the mysterious Ashley G. Ashley, how are you tonight? Thanks for having me on yet again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we've already talked to you tonight about maybe there's a conspiracy or something going on with this. A lot more about Mars that people, you know, who are the people though? NASA. I mean, you know, they're not. They're not NASA. What do they a, know? Well, you know, they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not in the position to, you know, go either way. You know, if it was the CIA, I could see. You know, if it was the military, I could kind of see it. But NASA's just kind of like a. Um, they, they're not even like an intelligence. Units or anything like that. They're scientists, is what I'm saying, you know. So who's to blame, Ashley? Everyone. No. Um, Everyone. I don't know. I think NASA's like, covering up, you know. I really do. There was supposedly a NASA um, scientist who went on the air to talk about all the stuff that they're not letting everyone see. Mm-hmm. How there might be life living on Mars. There might be another little segment of astronauts that they already sent to Mars to see if they're able to survive and thrive. Hmm. And that tells about it unless it, it's a success. 
Because when you go out there, you have to, it's a, like a five-year commitment just to fly out there, live there, and get a rocket back. Not kill each other. And that, yeah, yeah. How do you get along with everyone like that? For our, I know there's been movies. There's been movies made. Hmm. Yes. Mac, you and I could do it. What? <laughs> Speak for yourself, there, Tonto. What do you mean? Well, if you and you, me, and Doreen, we could do it up there. <laughs> <laughs> really? That include work to rule. I was gonna say, yeah. Five years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Five years. I okay. couldn't eat that food for five years. Yeah, the yeah, food really? you're eating. Yeah, you're eating. Just... Bu- remember, the, like the ice cream, the astronaut ice cream. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. It was good. No. It was good? Tank. Yeah, they sold it Tank. at the Smithsonian. Sold. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Really Did they good. really? Yeah? As an exhibit, you mean? No, like in the gift shop. Oh, really? After the exhibit. So it was really good. I tried it. It was astronaut ice cream, and it was like a freeze-dried mm-hmm. thing, you know? Um, but it was really good. I remember it being good. Mm-hmm. This was no. in 1999, so things might have okay. changed. Well, you were a baby then. Um, I could go too. I would take out the garbage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on, that, on that note, uh, Switchy, you have a report for us today? Switch. I do. Are you ready? Please. Yes. Okay. Please. The, the source of this is a book called The Gods of Eden by William Bramley. Very interesting book, and he has a chapter on the Black Plague, on the and, and so uh, it, it, there's several sources he called from, but uh, uh, it, it starts out by talking about that this was kind of a you know the Crusades were over, uh, the uh, everybody was beginning to re- recover from the chaos of the Crusades and the uh, and the Inquisition, and there are actually signs of a European Renaissance, and uh, but. Uh, he says that uh, well, actually half a century had passed and when things were starting to recover. Uh, trade with uh, parts of the world was recovering. Chivalry, music, this is Bramley's talking, by the way, uh, uh, spiritual values and so forth were rising to the top. But, of course, nobody expects the Black Plague. Sounds like a Monty Python skit. Uh, <laughs> started in Asia and moved to Europe. Uh 25 million people in less than four years are supposed to perish. Some historians say it's closer to half the population of Europe, uh, 35 to 40 million. So there's not a, not a big consensus on this. It hit Europe between 1347 and 1350. Uh, Bramley says that the, uh, the plague continued to hit Europe with uh, decreasing fatalities about every 10 to 20 years. So it was a long time before it burned out up until about the 1700s. And over that 400-year period, uh, it's it's possible that over 100 million people died from the Black Death. And, of course, they blamed the fleas, uh, flea-infested rodents. Now, there again, there's, there's a lot to this, but the one strange thing was that uh, – the plague also seemed to strike isolated areas that didn't seem to have a lot of contact with infected areas. So it, we really don't know why that is or how that would uh, be uh, explained. Now, there were a lot of strange mists seen at the time and strange lights, and many uh, blamed the plague on that phenomenon. Between uh, uh, 1298 and 1314, uh, there were seven large comets were seen over Europe. Now, comets were, uh, they were probably just comets, but comets, but the, uh, the populace always looked at them as an omen. Uh, one of these comets was described 
as having an awe-inspiring blackness. Now, I don't really know what that means, but it, it doesn't sound good. Now, one year before the outbreak of the plague, um, a uh, column of fire was reported over the Pope's palace in France. And uh, earlier that year, a ball of fire was seen over Paris, and it and uh, it was uh, that was considered at also an omen to bringing in the Black Plague. Um, again, these comets were probably just that, but the uh, the people thought that uh, these things were actually bringing in some of the pestilence, and sometimes that the timing seemed to be just about right. In a chronicle of pro of, of progenies importance 1479 by conrad lycosthenes not easy to say uh the there was a the so-called now they call a lot of things in the heavens comets that weren't really comets this one had an illustration and this thing looked like something with a, a pointed beam uh it's a scene in arabia it looks like the front section of a rocket ship when you look at this illustration and it's seen flying among the clouds it even seems to have portholes uh, according to Bramley, the object uh, seems more like a like a modern day UFO uh, rather than a comet making its way around the sun. Now, the first outbreak of the plague in Asia came out of the east. And there were reports of storms, earthquakes, earthquakes, meteors, comets, and also these noxious gases, these mists that keep kept showing up. In fact, a lot of them are supposed to have killed many trees and destroyed the fertility of the land. Uh, this is not the first time that signs in the sky were associated with with pestilence on the earth in 1117 in january a fiery comet passed from the north towards the orient the the moon was uh engaged in kind of a blood red eclipse one year later a light manifested that appeared brighter than the sun and uh also and right after this a great famine uh plague and a severe drop in temperature occurred where supposedly one third of humanity perished. Now, in the the book, The Black Death, which is a one of the sources that Bramley quotes from, by Johannes Knoll in 1926, he chronicles about 26 comets were seen, and, and even more going on to the 1500s and 1600s. Again, uh, people were sure that these were uh, some of these things were actually bringing the plague to them. A plague occurred across the world in 1582. And the comet was blamed on a, uh, a violent plague in Prague and also the Netherlands. Uh, 37,000 to 46,000 people are supposed to have perished. In 1568, they saw an object described as, as almost something like a modern report of a, of a UFO, a cigar-shaped UFO. It was a fiery beam seen above the, above the church at St. Stephanie. And a, a nasty epidemic followed right after that. Uh, in Austria, Nuremberg, and other places. And also, uh, it's said, and there's, it just doesn't give you much information, that human beings and cattle were carried off. And I would like to know more about that. But uh, uh, sightings of strange aerial phenomena uh, sometimes occurred minutes or even as much as a year after one of these outbreaks. So again, who knows if there's really any connection or not. Uh, sometimes there was a, a space of time between the inexplicable, there's a, with a lot of UFOs, a lot of strange aerial phenomena and, and these plagues. Um, now, a second phenomenon occurred that was really bizarre. Uh, they, would, uh, they would see signs in the heavens, and then these human-like figures 
would be seen on the outskirts of a town or a village, and their presence would signal the outbreak of one of these plagues immediately. Now, the description of some of these is uh, pretty uh, interesting. In Brandenburg, Germany in 1559, horrible men, over a dozen were seen, and they had, not my words, beside their posteriors, little heads, some with fearful faces. If my head was closer to my, my posterior, I might have a fearful face as well. And there's all kinds, insert your own joke here, okay? They, oh, had, they, they carried, carried long uh, signs, sickles, and they would uh, appear to cut oats, and a swish could be heard from a great distance, but the oats remained standing, as if they were some kind of an apparition. And then, then there was a, right at there was an outbreak of a plague in Brandenburg immediately afterwards, and also there were strange men dressed in in uh, black hoods. Uh, some called them demons, and and other terrifying figures were seen in European countries. And this is kind of where the Grim Reaper originated from. They would be seen carrying something like brooms or or, or scythes or swords, and they were used to knock on the doors of houses. And uh, after that. The, the dwellers fell ill with the plague. And these fogs and these mists continued to manifest. And they were still often associated with unexplained lights in the sky. It seems like there must be something to that. <clears throat> now I'm going to move on to a book called Demonolatry by Nicholas Remy, uh, produced in 1595. This guy was a French magistrate, and he was a witch hunter. Not a real nice guy. He got a lot of confessions out of these ladies. And some of them might have been, in quotes, real witches. Uh, some of them were supposed to have been involved in some kind of unsavory things. But I'm pretty sure that being burnt at the stake wasn't a good solution. But also, you can be sure that some of these ladies were uh, <clears throat> could have been seen on Oprah. I mean, they were probably, you know, working with crystals and, and, and doing divination and so forth. But that was all bad stuff. Well, Nicholas was, was uh, really after these ladies. But he wrote this book. Uh, about the them consorting with the devil. And it's very uh, interesting when you see some of the the aspects of the of the devil, of these demons. Uh, there are some similarities between uh, some modern day UFO encounters and the so-called dreaded men in black. Uh, they could change into animals, you know, uh, rabbits and so forth. Well, it when uh, uh, and, and wolves and goats, um, there's a, a lot of lore with like with Whitley Strieber and so forth. When people encounter one of these aliens, they see something like a giant rabbit walking across the road, some kind of an imprint to take away what's really happening. So there's that shape-shifting thing. Um, <clears throat> there was a... Uh, there, uh, also, they had, there's, there was a uh, uh, the lore of the devil. There's always something wrong. I mean, they look very human, but sometimes their hands are misshapen. There was a case in France where these two uh, young kids saw this globe land and these little little black beings flying around from the globe, and their hands were misshapen. Also, they had the smell of sulfur, as many of these demons did. So there's that parallel there. Um, the uh, and of course, uh, many of the uh, these uh, men in black. Uh, had cloven feet and so forth, but some were a little more subtle. Some looked just like modern-day men in black. In 1644, Yarmouth Witch saw a tall black man in the moonlight after a knock on the door. Uh, 
Joan Wallace of Keystone uh, said that the devil came to her in the likeness of a man with cloven feet. In uh, Pittenween, 1704, Isabel Adams saw the devil as a man in black clothes with a hat on his head. Classic men in black stuff. Sometimes they rode in on a black horse, as opposed to those those black Cadillacs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they just a lot of things. They they had uh, supposedly they had no vocal cords, and uh, so when the devil spoke, the voice was just sort of out there in space. Well, there are alleged UFO encounters where uh, the, uh, you know, sometimes they hear a, a voice from the speaker box on the chest. Sometimes it's supposed to be a telepathic uh, a contact, but there are some where that same phenomenon occurs, where the voice is audible and it just seems to come from nowhere. Um, uh, they also, uh, uh, we, we are familiar with the fact that uh, um, bells are supposed to uh, dissipate demons or keep them away. There was a case in Sweden where two young men, a craft had landed. They were attacked by these sort of uh, shapeless creatures, whether they were uh, in some kind of suit or whatever. They grabbed them. They tried to pull them toward the craft, as the story goes. One broke free and hit the horn. Uh, Now, not exactly a bell, but it broke the spell and whatever was going on stopped. So anyway, it's just very, uh, very interesting that, uh, I mean, who knows where... Uh, the truth begins, folklore begins. Uh, uh, sh- certainly there are elements of this that are just tales handed down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting that this underlying um, aspect of uh, the devil, of evil, of this negativity uh, seems to carry over into modern day. Every, yes, yep, yep. And it's in every kind of belief and religion and belief system, whatever. There's always something like the devil in there. That's going to be like the opposition of what you want things to be. You know, it's kind of strange. I, I don't really think that the UFO phenomenon is demonic. I think that some of it, whatever the cause is, is very negative. Mm-hmm. And some of that has given rise to some of our beliefs in in demons and, and evil spirits and so forth. Right. That's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, I really didn't really didn't believe in a lot of this. And then we had... Um, the Archbishop there of, of Los Angeles, remember he was the um, exorcism guy? He was the only guy yeah. that, uh, and boy, to listen to his stories. I mean, you know, he really saw the stuff, you know. And oh, Malachi Martin, is that what was? What was his name? I forget his name. Ma- Malachi, wasn't it Malachi Martin? Something. Malachi Martin was the famous uh, He did all the exorcisms. Yeah, right. Mm. Well, this guy, I'll have to look up his name now, but he would, he would, he had some pretty detailed accounts of different exorcisms that he took part in. And so yeah, just that a was lot Father, of, Father Malachi Martin. Yeah, well, it's a lot of weird stuff. So I, don't, I don't think I could do that. And then it just, and then you think, well, you know, if there is something to it, then that must give some kind of credence to the Catholic Church because they're the only ones in on it. And, you know, and then you get in a whole lot of things. You know, so. Anyway, hey, one one, there's Sven Gulli. Ashley, do you, know about, do you know about yep. Sven Gulli? Do you know who Sven Gulli is? I was Googling that Archbishop. Oh, really? Yeah. Malachi, is that his name? M-L-I-K-I? Malachi. I think it's Martin. He uh, he used to be on uh, on uh, the radio a lot. He he uh, died mysteriously. Mm-hmm. Fell down the stairs. Whoa, wow. Was he arrested? And, uh, That's always mysterious. Yes. Yeah. 
He had some. Uh, he was in the outs with them because of some of those strong views. Hmm. His name was Malachi. Yeah, hmm. Martin. I don't no. think this is the guy who was on our show. No, but. The guy on our show was a bishop right. He's a bishop. I'm of immediately LA. just LA. thinking how you would do the name game with him. He's long gone now, but he Sounds used good. to be on the radio quite a bit with Art Bell. Oh, we, mm-hmm. oh way back. yeah, 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 sure. Huh. But he used to do all the exorcisms hmm. for the church. He uh, he was very big in that and uh, well, hmm. had some strong beliefs. Yeah. Uh, opposite of what the church believed in something. So who pushed he him down the stairs? to speak out. Well, yeah, because even still within the church, you have to have approval to even yeah, 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 do yeah. an exorcism, yeah, you have right? To go up a like, long, that's still a thing, right? Yep. You have to go yeah. through a long process, and you have Which to go up, kind of go up the, up the ladder, right, to the Vatican and make sure they... I mean, I can do a discount exorcism if anyone needs it. Really? Yeah? Really? Okay. Oh, I won't even charge you the, the same price the Vatican's charging. Oh, okay. That's a skill I didn't know you had. All right. Wow. I, I mean, <laughs> I, ha- I have the skill. Quote you have the skill. You got I, more skills than But I'm not going to charge as much as the Vatican. Wow. Are you crazy? A young boy from Brooklyn named Jacob has the skill to <laughs> save the world. Anyway, speaking of saving the world, it's time for us to go. Um, first of all, I want to thank Ashley for joining us. We just called Dave, and he's leaving the uh, kitchen open for us because we're going to hit there in about 20 minutes. Stop it, Gallon. Oh, oh, that's right. You have to give us a few lines. So hang on a second, please, Ashley. We'll turn your microphone on. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Oh, let me just get – once again, let me get rid of these guys. I don't mean it, really. <laughs> uh, I almost said Let's get rid of them. Sound like everyone else. No. shady tonight. <laughs> MZ, yep. thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Okay. As always, had a great time. Everything's going okay, writing-wise and everything? Absolutely. Are you learning a lot? I am. Are yeah. you really? I, I am. I, it's just a lot of just sitting around doing nothing for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> you know, uh, 95% boredom, 5% complete panic, and you know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, thanks, MZ, for joining us. We yeah. appreciate it. Anytime. Okay. Black Eyed Kid, thank you. Black Eyed, here he is. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay. I'll uh, have you later. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna sure will. <laughs> Maybe we'll just leave it at that. Okay, switchy. Bye, black eyed kid. Bye, everyone's saying goodbye to you there. Bek. Bye. Okay. See you in the later. See you probably later. No. You just won't know. <laughs> just won't know when you're sleeping. <laughs> Club, thank you, Club, for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, my my pleasure. All right. Good time tonight again. Very informative. We'll talk to you soon. Go Bruins. Bruins are looking almost too good. Oh, you know my what God. I mean? That's unbelievable. Don't you guys agree? Don't give up on the Celtics yet. <clears throat> Three no. in a row. They're in a slump or something. I don't know. Yeah, don't give Gotta up. Got to blame it on somebody, though. Milwaukee's right. Anyway, thank you, Club, for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Switchy, thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Switchy. It was my pleasure. Raven, soon. Juan Juan. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Raven, for joining us. And now, will this be? Is this going to be the regular look now, or can we expect something next week? There. Jake? I mean, at this point next week, I have to show up in a ball gown, you know, <laughs> and, and full makeup in order to to redeem myself. And I also need to just say, tune in this coming, this coming, oh, God, this coming oh, Friday. Good. I'm so okay? for it. Yep. Because we have Raven's Scary Movie Hour, and it's going to be super special for you guys. So I've an, been teasing it all week. In other okay. words, uh, stay tuned after this show it is goes, over. Because it goes live Friday. 
Friday, this Friday. So when you hear this show, oh. stay tuned after this show because it's the first uh, segment of um, Raven's Scary Movie Hour. Scary in number exactly of ways. Exactly what Max said. Right. And uh, yes. so uh, please uh, stay tuned and listen to that. And um, it's a mystery guest on the first show, but not the second show. Right? So I'm looking at Black Eyed Kid Location. You should know. Here we go. Yes. Okay. That's it. Yes. 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 He said, he said it. yes. <laughs> that's what I need to know. So stay tuned for um, uh, Raven's Scary Movie Hour right after Thanks, this Mac. show. Thank you. Uh, so we've thanked everyone. Ashley, thank you for joining us again. Do you like the microphone? There it is. Doesn't it look like R2-D2? Look at it. It's nice. Oh, it does. Yeah, it works. It's great. Can you even hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear you Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. I've been, since you said you couldn't hear me, I've been all psyched out. Oh, no, no. no. Yes, <laughs> that's great. All right, so I've said good night to everybody. One, one. Good night. Oh, well, we'll be doing a music show soon, right? Beginning of April. Excellent. Yep. Looking right forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. So and next week will be uh, Coco and uh, World War II Trivia. So let me just get to the plugs. Um, homes for Our Troops. Homes for Our Troops is an organization that builds homes for uh, wounded veterans in uh, combat after 9-11. That includes the Iraq War, Afghanistan War. And what they do is that they build a home that is adapted to this particular veteran's injury. Some of them might be uh, lost limbs or so on. And they will build a house that like has lower town of space, not a lot of stairs, things like that adapted to – yeah, their needs. And then when the uh, home is finished, what Home Squad Troops does is that they tear up the mortgage. They give them the keys. They don't have to pay for it. It's their house. And they don't have to uh, you know, go through uh, paying a mortgage. And that allows them to go out into the big bad world and really just you know, have as normal a life as you can possibly uh, get after sacrificing so much you know, for us. So Home Squad Troops, please Google them. See what they're up to, 88 cents. Of your uh, every dollar goes to our veterans, which is very high in the um, charity biz. I hate to call them charity, but uh, that's what they do. Homes for our troops, and we've been invited to get down to Massasoit, Massachusetts, in May because they've built the house and they've invited us all to get down for the opening that they're going to give one of the veterans. Nice. Sounds good. We'll get down. We'll rent the bus or something. Right? Stop. Stop at Foxwoods. <laughs> anyway. So homes for our home, troops. We'll write you a plane. A plane. No thanks. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, everyone yeah. out there listening, and uh, thank you everyone for joining us tonight. Didn't too bad uh, for eight people, and um, everyone listening out there. Thanks for joining us. Until you hear us again. Uh oh, the lawyers calling again. Until you hear us again. This is back for the entire gang saying, "Be safe, be happy, and bye bye." And now, please stay tuned for a bonus segment of Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show. Cause it's true I'm nothing without
smoky sky And the castles crumble And the angels cry Cross my heart Cause it's true I'm nothing without you Cross my heart Cause it's true
I'm the only one to blame for this. Somehow it all adds up the same. Soaring on the wings of pride, I flew too high. And like Icarus, I Responsible for blown behavior I lost all contact with my former savior No one locked me out cause I failed to fall up I can't bear to live forever like a loner To be sad when you lack a partner How would I react to a broken heart now? It ain't really true Rock and roll unless I'm Hanging on to you when I hold it next time Don't let go the coast Don't let go the coast Don't let go the coast Don't let go
Take the children and yourself and hide out in the cellar. By now the fire will be close at hand. Don't believe in church or state and everything they tell you. Believe in me, I'm with the high command. Can you hear?
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.